0: fusionchurch.cc slash soap and join us as we deepen our understanding and relationship with God.
1: Good morning. Good morning, Fusion Church. All right. Freedom Friday is here. Praise the Lord. Can you guys hear me okay this morning? All right. All right. We are in Daniel's ten. One third, two thirds of the way uh, in our Daniel fast, you know, and it's Friday. So we're almost there, almost there. All right, let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this is the day that you have made. I rejoice in your presence, Father God, and I thank you, Father, for what you're doing, what you have done, and what you're going to continue to do. Speak to us through your word. Let it be you and not us, Father. And I just thank you in advance what you're going to do. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Stretch, if you need to. And my lovely Sandra with us.
0: Good morning. Uh, we're in uh, Daniel chapter 10, and I'm reading out of the NIV version. We're starting here with verse one. It says, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel, who was called Belteshazzar. Its message was true, and it concerned a great war. The understanding of the message came to him in a vision. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips, and I used no lotions at all until the three weeks were over. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris, I looked up. And there before me was a man dressed in linen with a belt of the finest gold around his waist. His body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice like the sound of a multitude. I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. The men with me did not see it. But such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. So I was left alone, gazing at this great vision. I had no strength left. My face turned deathly pale and I was helpless. Then I heard him speaking. And as I listened to him, I fell into a deep sleep, my face to the ground. A hand touched me and set, set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, You are highly esteemed. Consider carefully the words I'm about to speak to you and stand up, for I I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian king kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future for the vision concerns a time yet to come. While, I, while he was saying this to me, I bowed with my face toward the ground and was speechless. Then one who looked like a man touched my lips, and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing there before me, I'm overcome with anguish because of the vision, my Lord, and I'm helpless. How can I, your servant, talk with you, my Lord? My strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. Again, the one who looked like a man touched me and gave me strength. Do not be afraid. O man, highly esteemed, he said, peace, be strong now, be strong. When he spoke to me, I was strengthened and, and said, speak, my Lord, since you have given me strength. So he said, do you know why I've come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. And when I go, the prince of Greece will come. But first I will tell you what is written in the book of truth. No one supports me against them except Michael, your prince. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sandra. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here. Here we find Daniel. You know, he was uh, at a time in his life that he was uh, fasting. Uh, uh, he was. Uh, he was actually in, in in verse two. it says that he was mourning for three weeks, uh, indicating the the twenty one days that we are. Into into right now, we're calling the Daniel fast. And he says that, you know, like in verse three, that he didn't eat no present, no pleasant food, no meats, no wine, you know, nothing entered his mouth. You know, he, he didn't anoint himself, you know. Uh, for three whole weeks he was doing this. So he was already at a time of mourning, at a time of mourning, you know, and he and he was mourning basically because of the poor condition, probably of the people what they were facing there. Also during that time, you know, the, the temple, the work of uh, the temple has stopped because what was happening over there, and you could read about that in Ezra four verses five and 24, you know, so, so he had a lot on his mind. So he, he was, he was a time of fasting and he went out uh, out, out on the road um, to do this fast. And in verse tw- uh, four, it says, And on the 24th day of the first month, you know, uh, he was by the side of the great river. So he went out there by the river. He, Daniel at this time, you know, he was around 84 years old, you know, and uh, he didn't do the journey into Israel with anybody else, but he spent that time, you know, doing the work that he was assigned to. And And while he was at this time of mourning, this time of fasting in verse five, he says that he lifted up his eyes. You know, a lot of times when we go through stuff, you know, our head is down. Our head is down. You know, we're going through all this heaviness. And that's what Danny was going through. You know, when he lifted up his eyes and behold, he saw a man clothed and linen, you know, at the, whose waist was gritted with gold, uh, with gold. And his body was like topaz. His face was the appearance like lightning. Uh, his eyes were like torches of fire. His arm and his feet were like varnished bronze in color. The sound of his words were like a voice of a multitude. And you read that to anybody, the majority of the people will say, that sounds more like Christ. <laughs> that sounds like Christ. You know, and because when we look into Revelations 1, uh, verses 14 to 16, he says, that, speaking about Christ, his head and his hair were white like, like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like a flaming fire. His feet were like fine brass as if it refined in the furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters he had in his right hand seven stars and out of his mouth out of his mouth went a two edged sword and his countenance his appearance was like the sun shining in his strength so when you look up you think about that this is christ so this reference to this angel they have a lot of similarities but this angel could not have been the Christ because the uh this angel wouldn't have need nobody's help it wouldn't need nobody's help in defeated the enemy you know that the enemy was holding him back so so we know that this angel wasn't the Christ but he had the likeness of of Christ you know and then here Daniel you know he was alone you know he saw the vision And he says, because the men that were with him, they got so scared because the men heard something, but they did not understand what they were hearing, you know, and he says that that great terror fell upon them that they fled, you know, and hid themselves. If you don't know or have an understanding of the Lord, a lot of times when God is moving, it might frighten you. It might scare you. And what God is saying, you might not understand. You know, and these men did not understand. And what happened? Fear took them, you know, and and they ran away because they just didn't understand. And that just gave me uh, a reminder of uh, in 2 Kings uh, 6, 17, when Elijah was surrounded by this vast army that was coming against him. And in 2 Kings 17, he says that Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray that you will open up my servant's eyes, that you will open up my servant's eyes so that he can see and the Lord opened up his eyes and what, And guess what? He saw horses and chariots of fire all around them. So a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, we can be going through things and we may not realize the authority and the power that's around us in the name of Jesus to protect us and to help us. And Elijah saw this, but the his servant couldn't see this until the Lord opened up his eyes. So a lot of times we just need to pray, Lord help me to see, (laughs) help me to see what you see, help me to understand what's going on, and in verse 8, it says, therefore, I was left alone, and I saw the vision, and no strength remained in me, no vigor, I was turned, I was frail, you know, I didn't retain no strength, a lot of times, the presence of God to the believer can be overwhelming, the presence of God, the holiness of God, you know, and I, I remember a time in my life, uh, uh quite a few years ago near my me and my family were having some um, some issues some hard times and and we went to a church service one day and I, I went forward for prayer and and when I reached the front of the uh at the at the service for them for them to pray for me I just felt this overwhelming presence you know and I went I went down I went down on the, on, the, on the floor and and guess what I felt like I was glued to the floor. I couldn't even get up. I couldn't raise my hand. I couldn't raise my feet. I thought that, I, and, I, and I and I knew that that was the presence of God. So the presence of God to the believer, you know what I mean? It's nothing to be afraid of, nothing to fear. But the presence of God is God is dealing with you. God is working with you. And guess what? I, I, I went in there physically weak, and I came out of there spiritually strong. And that's what the Lord does. That's the difference. That's the difference about it. And in verse 9, it says, Yet I heard the sound of the words, and while I heard the sound of the words, I was in a deep sleep on my face and my face to the ground, because the presence of God was so overwhelming to him, because this angel represented the Lord, the presence of God, and silently a hand touched me, in verse 10, which made me tremble (laughs) even more on my knees and the palms of my hand. And he said to me, Oh, Daniel, greatly beloved. You know, we could just stop right there. Oh, Daniel, greatly beloved. That means that Daniel was special and, and that Daniel, you know, has touched the, the heart of God because God's not going to say that just about anybody. But he was calling him greatly beloved. Understand the words I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. I, and and those words right there, I have now been sent to you. That angel had instructions to go and speak a word to Daniel. You know, and 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 Daniel, you know, and Daniel and us there's no difference. There are many times that the Lord would send somebody to speak to you. Somebody through a word, through even through his word by reading the word you know, but it, but it just shows you that God answers prayer, that God answers prayer. Not only does he, he, not only does God hear your prayer, he also answers prayer. And he and he calls him, he calls him, uh, oh, Daniel, greatly beloved. You are his beloved. Every single one of you that is hearing my voice, you are his beloved. And in verse 12, he says, then he said to me, do not fear, Daniel, from the first day that you sat, set your heart to understand you and humble yourself, God, your words were heard. Again, key words here. First, do not fear that God is speaking to you. Number two, since the first day, God tells us that when you pray, That moment that you're releasing those words, your prayer has been heard. Your prayer has been heard. If you ever doubted that God hears prayer, you just better read this verse again. (laughs) Read this word because it says from the first day, the first time you, you brought up that situation, the first moment you spoke of that situation in your home, in your family, or in the job places, or whatever the prayer was, that same day, the Lord heard your prayer, the Lord heard your prayer. So you know again, that's another point that that we need to to understand that if He's always hearing my prayer, I shouldn't be doubting because He already heard it. And that's reason enough for us to praise God. That's reason enough to say, "Thank you, Jesus." That as soon as I release these words, Lord God, You already heard them, and if You already heard them, the answer is on His way. It goes into into verse uh, 13. For the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, the chief prince, came to help me. So for 21 days, this word was held back from reaching Daniel, for 21 days, and he talks about uh, uh, the prince of the kingdom of Persia. So just like like we have a military, and the military has structure. So does the enemy. The enemy has a dominion, and that dominion has structure. So in that so he has his his generals, his captains, and so on and so forth. So they have this this entity was there, was holding back this angel, was fighting this angel, you know, and and, so, and, and and that just takes me right to Ephesians, Ephesians, that's a wonderful book, Ephesians 6, 12, it says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, and in the heavenly places. So the battle is fought in the heavenly places. The battle is fought in the in the in the air. You know, so they have dominion over this. That's why we need to understand that our battle is not against my husband. It's not against my wife. It's not against the kids. Even though sometimes you just really want to take them, but you know, it's not against them it's not against. it's what is what's influenced them it's what they're hearing is what they're they're seeing is that is that that the force behind all this so our battle is not against them but it's against its principality so therefore when we pray and when we fast we need to make sure that we are clear how we're going to do this and who uh, who the enemy is so that we can attack the enemy instead of attacking those that are victimized by the enemy amen you know so he say it says in second corinthians 10 uh three and four for though we walk in the flesh we do not do according to the flesh again again it's explaining the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for pulling down strongholds Mighty in God, so therefore, whatever battle you may find yourself in, whatever situation you may find yourself, greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world, because you are mighty in God. You are mighty in God because the authority that God has given you, you you can go forward and do warfare. But you have to understand who you are and understand the authority that you have. So therefore, you know a lot of times we you know we 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 lose it. A lot of time, and that's me too. Okay, don't say that I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm included. And don't know that. Sometimes we we may get upset and all that, and we just have to pull ourselves back and say, "Lord, it's not them. Lord, it's the enemy," and clarify that. But praise God that He has given us His authority. He has given us His authority uh, to fight the battle. And again, that just takes me again to Luke ten uh, verses eighteen and nineteen. That it says, and he Jesus said, said uh saw Satan fall like a like a lightning from heaven. And in verse 19, Behold, I give you now I put my name there. I, I, I said this last week, and I'm gonna say it again. A lot of times you need to put your name in scripture and make it personal. It says, Behold, I give you Robert authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. Over all the powers, not some, you're not limited. OK, you're not limited by any by any shape or form, you know, by all the powers of the enemy and nothing and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing by any means hurt. You. So you have the, already going to have the victory in Christ Jesus. You just got to stand your ground and do what you need to do. All right. Let me move on. I'm trying to give you a little bit of everything this morning. Verse 14, verse 14. And now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days? So the vision, the, the angel said, I'm, I'm here to answer your prayer, you know, to answer your prayer. But also in these verses, you know, Daniel, you know, he was still under the presence of that angel. So he was still, he was still weak. He says in verse 15, when he has spoken such words to me, I turned my face towards the ground and became speechless. He became speechless and suddenly one having the likeness of the Son of Man. Again, see the brightness of the angel who he was, but who he represented. You know, he who he represented touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, saying, saying to him who stood before me, my Lord, because a division of my sorrows have overwhelmed me and I have retained no strength. So again, Daniel's saying, I have no strength have no strength but then you know i i was also looking at that and i, I went into jeremiah 119 he it says it says uh the lord uh says i will fight i will fight against you but they shall not prevail they will fight against you but they shall not prevail against you for i am with you says the lord to deliver you the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. So we shouldn't fear, you know, we shouldn't fear. We need to go forward. And this Daniel fast, you know, sometimes you just want to quit. Sometimes things are happening and I know issues are happening in our lives, but we got to press forward again, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And in verse 17, it says, for how can this servant of the Lord talk with talk with my Lord as for me, no strength. Again, he's, he's talking about, I have nothing. <laughs> I am I, I'm weak. I, I, I'm so weak. And then in verse 18, then the angel, uh, the one having the likeness of man, touch me and strengthen me. Touch me and strengthen. So this angel came to 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 answer uh Daniel's prayers. He came to give him a word of the Lord. He came to reveal things that's going to happen in the future, but also he came to strengthen Daniel. Who doesn't need strength today? Who doesn't need strength today? And you know what? You have an angel assigned to you because the Lord says, I give my angels charge over you. They will take you by the right hand. They will keep you from falling. You have an angel that has come this morning Paul of Asander, of that's right there with you. And he's laying his hands upon your shoulder. And he says, I got you. I'm strengthening you. I have been sent to you to strengthen you this morning, to strengthen you this morning. And the angel in verse 19 says, And he said, Oh, man, greatly beloved. Oh, again, greatly beloved. Another encouragement for Daniel. Greatly beloved. Fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Oh, yes, be strong. I say to you this morning, be strong. Oh, yes, be strong in the Lord because your blessing is right around the corner. And when he spoke to me, I was strengthened. I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. For you have strengthened me. You know, it is so, so, so important to understand that we serve such a God and it's the same God that Daniel served. A lot of times when we see the stuff that has happened in the past and in the scriptures, sometimes we say, you know, why doesn't God move that way again? But he is moving that way again. Just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean that he's not doing it, you know? But he is moving. He's moving supernaturally on your behalf, supernaturally on on the church, I believe that in this season that we're living in, there's just it's going to be such a breakthrough, such a breakthrough, and especially and I believe it's such a breakthrough for us here at Fusion. I see God moving in a supernatural way, you know, and, and I see that there's going to be a lot of things taking place. I get overwhelmed sometimes when I start thinking about what I see in my in my in, the, in my spirit that the Lord is sharing, and the Lord, you know, He's going to move supernaturally in our church he's going to move supernaturally in our church and I will say it again he's going to move supernaturally in our church why because he paid a price for the church and the churches at this day you know there are a lot of them do not really speak the true word of God of who the Lord is and he created us and he has given us authority he has given us authority He has given us authority for us to speak, for us to decree, for us to declare the word of God. And that's what Daniel, Daniel was a mouthpiece back then. And he went before the Lord and he fasted for 21 days. The answer came, but you could see that he he had an enemy. And that was holding back the answer. We have an enemy that sometimes he's holding back the answers. But greater is he that is in us. So we got to pray it through. And as we hold on to God and as we pray and as we exercise our authority, you know, again, Luke 10, 18, 19, he says, behold, I have given you authority. I have given you, every single one of you, Nicole, Sandra, Doug, Nancy, Mary. Oh, you guys, Tara, oh, you guys, I can say all the names because I'll be here forever. You know, authority to trample, to trample over serpents and scorpions. That means anything that has raised up against you, you know, anything that has raised up against you. You have that authority to pray against that and declare the word of the Lord and declare his healing. Put your own hand upon your own body. Don't think you're going to have to wait for somebody to come and pray for you. I do this all the time. I put my own hand upon me. I put my own hand when I'm hurting. And I say, Lord, just like you did it in the past, you can do it again. Hallelujah. Lord, touch me, Rabbi Shanda, touch me, Lord. Touch me and he help me to see the way you see me. Because sometimes, my brothers and sisters, we don't see ourselves the way that the Lord sees us. He's told Daniel twice, greatly beloved, greatly beloved so sweet of words. And sometimes we need to hear that. Sometimes we need to hear that because that's encouragement to us. And the Lord is telling you this morning, you are greatly beloved. You are doing the right then you are at the right place, at the right time, at the right moment. And guess what? Your breakthrough is closer than what you think. Because if the, if the pressure is there and you feel the pressure all around you, that means that you also your answer is so close. It's so close. And we cannot stop. Just like Daniel, you know, he saw it. He moved forward. God spoke to him, you know. God encouraged him, God revealed things to him, God strengthened him, and God loved them. you know, and he was able to do and fulfill the calling of God, and he's telling us this morning, fear not, he told Daniel that a couple of times, fear not, and he touched him, and this morning, he is right there with you, he is right by your side, and he says, I got you, I got you. Yes, it's been hard. Yes, it's been it's been a little struggle. Yes, it's been difficulty. Yes, there were times you didn't hear my voice, but I was there. There were times that you didn't see me, but I was there. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. That's what the Lord is saying to you this morning. So I pray, I pray that you take this word, you know. You take this word that He gave Daniel, it's the same word that He's giving to you. Greatly beloved, fear not. Greatly beloved, keep your focus. Greatly beloved, continue to move forward. Greatly beloved, use your authority. Use the authority that he has given you. You are worthy to use that authority. Don't say you can't. Don't say, I cannot do that. I'm not worthy. You don't know. No, 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 no. You go before the Lord. And you just present yourself before the Lord and say, Lord, here I am. Use me. Because God wants to use you. In this time of our lives, God wants to move, like I said, in a supernatural way. And he's going to use the uncommon. He's going to use those that don't even speak. He's going to open up their mouths. You know, you know what? Let me share a little secret with you. I got a son named James Matthew Hernandez. He's my nonverbal son. He doesn't like to talk too much. He is He's like a big giant teddy bear, you know? But he doesn't like talking too much. That boy has been, you know, encouraging people. That boy, you guys saw it when we were doing the Freedom Conference, he was always sending out texts and songs and everything. I see what he does, you know, on the phone. And here, sometimes on the phone when he's just talking to somebody. And he's an encourager. And I say, if God can do that for my son, and God can stir him up, guess what? He can stir you up. So you have no excuses. Come on. I'm going to tell you like it is. You have no excuses. We got to get off the seat, and we got to start moving in the Lord. Come on. You want breakthrough? It's time to stand up. The angel told told Daniel, rise up, stand. And he gave him the word. So I'm telling you this morning, rise up, stand for your family, stand for your convictions, stand for the Lord, remain faithful, and the victory is there. The victory, healings are coming, restorations are coming, our children are coming, our families are going to be healed. And it's going to be an explosion. Now, you're going to hear from me first. There's going to be an explosion. And when that explosion takes place, remember my words. That explosion is coming. And the Lord is going to use every single one of us. He's going to use you. I cannot give you no other word than that. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Keep your focus. Let's move on. Two weeks are almost over for the Daniel fast. Come on. And I feel, I've feel i been feeling the Lord. I've been hearing from him. And guess what? It hasn't been easy, but he's always faithful. He's always faithful. So please, let's press on. Like, like my son, has, so he's always saying to us, you know, if you messed up, get over it. Let's move forward. You know, start all over again. Do what you got to do. But let's take this last week that we are fasting and praying, and 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 we're gonna and let's draw closer to God because your breakthrough is my breakthrough, your deliverance is my deliverance, and God is about to explode. God's about to explode. God's about to explode, and we gotta get ready for that. We gotta get ready to that. Let's pray, Heavenly Father. I just thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for the scriptures, Father God, for the life of Daniel, Father, how you used them, how you spoke to him, how you moved upon his life, Father God. And I thank you for us that you have brought us here, Father. I pray for every home, every family represented. I declare your word over them, Father, your healing, your strength, your comfort, your deliverance, your peace, your joy, your direction, Your peace, Father God, I thank you in advance what you're going to do in every single one of us, Father. Help them, Father God, as we go throughout this week, Father God, that is coming. As we draw closer to you, Father God, your word says that you will draw closer to us. So I thank you in advance for your touch. I thank you in advance for touching them. I thank you in advance for healing them. I thank you in advance for giving them peace, giving them strength, giving them comfort healing the hearts, Father God, healing the heart. Father God, I thank you. And I ask all this, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Freedom Friday has come. Let's enjoy this day. Let's keep our focus. See you guys in church on Sunday. The best is yet to come. God bless.